Hi everyone, welcome to Fancy Football Wives episode 22. I'm Anya, lifelong Spurs fan, married to an Arsenal fan. And I'm Sarah, a City fan, married to a United fan. Well, we still have Everton versus City to go this evening, but we thought we'd better get cracking and record all our thoughts for this coming game week before the break for Champions League the weekend after. Uh, So there'll be no fancy football, which is good as Sarah will be on a long haul flight to Sydney. So that would have been terrible. (laughs) Imagine you not knowing what the scores were, who had got the (laughs) assist. (laughs) So oh, it's one worry off my list. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so what's happened over the last two game weeks? Well, Bournemouth thrashed Chelsea, then Chelsea thrashed Huddersfield. Uh, City lost to 15th place Newcastle, and then Aguero beat 6th place Arsenal. Liverpool gave us two draws, whilst Tottenham continued to give us none, setting a brand new Premier League record of 29 matches without a draw. And you're forgetting there's another record that was set, Aguero scoring in two consecutive matches in the first minute is also a record. Never happened before. Oh, well, I wonder if we could set another one. We'll talk about that in a bit. So Salah is still the fantasy football darling, but will he stay there? I guess you know my opinions on that one. Sun is the most transferred in player and Wilson is the most transferred out. You'll hear our thoughts on these guys in a bit. There's a new leader in our league as we speak, although it might change tonight as both top two teams are City players. And what's the latest score between me and Anya? Are we still neck to neck? But before we get into all of that, it's Good Week, Bad Week. Right, so kicking off good week. Well, um, things may change after this evening's match, but as they currently stand, the only player in both dream teams from game week 24 and 25 is Tottenham's Hyung Min Son, who came back early, thank goodness, (laughs) from the Asian Games after losing in the quarterfinal to Qatar. Uh, But instead is now saving Spurs. Uh, I picked him up immediately. As soon as I heard that he was coming back, I think I even messaged you saying, I'm doing a straight swap for Ali, who was injured. Uh, and I'm glad he I did it because he's, he's continued his form and uh, scored in both matches. Uh, the rumour... Rumours are, though, that he's a bit knackered. So um, I'm not sure if this form will continue, but he seems to, he seems to just be scoring the goals. He's, he's saving Spurs so at the moment. So do you want to rename your team the Minsom team instead of the Harry Kane team? My team's actually called Yo-Yo No, not Tri- your Yay. team. Oh. Not your team. Oh. Your team you support, Spurs, is alternatively yeah. known as the Harry Kane team because it's your only decent player. So should we all rename it the Minson team? I don't think Kane <laughs> is the only decent player. As you can see, mm. Young Min Son is also a very decent player. They, they are talking about him potentially being shortlisted for Footballers Player of the Year. But when they spoke to him about it, he's just so humble. He's so modest. He still doesn't think he's any good. Um, well, he obviously is. So anyway, I'm glad he's back. I'm glad. Maybe he did it on purpose. Maybe he, he didn't win for South Korea on purpose so he could come back to save Tottenham. Oh, God. Um, next one is Chelsea's Gonzalo Higuan. He looks like he could have been... A how, did you just, how did you just pronounce that? Higuan? 
Higuain. 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 Not even the her. Higuain. <sighs> Gonzalo Higuain. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Joking. Looks like he could have been a good choice of transfer. He scored twice at the weekend against Huddersfield. Um, so maybe a good alternative to over Mayang or Aguero. Yeah, he's only 9.5 million. I saw someone from one of my leagues had captain him and I thought, oh, punchy. punchy. Then, <laughs> actually, not really that punchy. Did him well. Um, speaking of Aguero, well, we obviously need to mention him and his hat trick that gave him 17 points. Aptly timed after our fun fact last episode, uh, where we talked about only four players who have ever scored two hat tricks in a PL season. Well, he did it again. That is his second hat trick this season. Do you think he can get a third, Sarah? Yes. Of course you do. So in which case, why do you not have him on your team? And why did you not mention him last episode when we got a Twitter question asking for your three must-have forwards? Because he's so expensive. I did that I answered that whole question with you can't have expensive midfield and expensive strikers. No, the so question was with have... three forwards. Oh well you, that was I... that question. Well, but you no, didn't I, did Aguero. Not... I think you've no, forgotten cause... about him. I think you no. forgot about him. Oh my god! You mentioned no. Rashford over Aguero. You're not even listening. I said you can't have expensive forwards and expensive midfield. Hmm. Hmm. Anyway, so I can't afford him. In fact, I made a change of my forwards. I took up Wilson like everyone else. And even though I've got money in the bank, I couldn't really afford anyone. Oh no. Um. Well, I got lucky because I put in Jimenez, so that's fine. But well, you know. I can't afford Aguero. That's why there's no Aguero. Maybe you can afford this next guy, our last good week. <laughs> um, so shout out to Bobby Reed from Cardiff and in fact the entire Cardiff team for beating Bournemouth 2-0 on Saturday. Uh, Reed scored both goals, giving him 13 points, whilst giving the Blue Bowls a much needed three points and a chance to get out of the relegation zone. Um, I'm sure I could afford Bobby Reed, but um, I'm happy with Jimenez, but I've just got... <laughs> few mil in the bank hanging around. <laughs> right. Well, on to bad week. Uh, fancy football defender darling, Everton Sting. He's in it again because he came off the week. Oh, sorry. He came off the bench in game week 24 in the match against Huddersfield. And he got himself a red card after just 11 minutes of play, giving him a <laughs> grand total of minus two. He's allowed to play again tonight. But I'm not sure Marco Silva will be taking the risk. Nightmare. Isn't he on your team? He is. I transferred him in, uh, especially. So far, he's given me a total of minus three points. So he better perform <laughs> in the next few game weeks or he's going. Oh, my God. Um, speaking of Huddersfield, they've now lost 18 matches um, and the betting sites have actually now stopped taking bets on them being relegated. It's such a shame when this happens. A team that manages two seasons and then disappears back to the championship. Yeah, but that won't be happening to Wolves. They got promoted. I think they'll be no. staying. I definitely I think... think Wolves will be staying. They're just getting strength to strength. They're almost challenging for a, a Champions League place. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, so, on to fancy football chat.
Right, so welcome back to part two, where we talk all things fantasy football. So last game week, I won by 21 points, mainly thanks to Captain Obama Yang. Whilst this week, Sarah is two points behind me, but she still has two City players left to play this evening, including her Captain Sterling. So I'm pretty sure she's going to get more than two points. Which I have an Everton mean... player as well. I have a Charleston too. Just well, I'm pretty sure you're going to get more than two points, which will mean... Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> 12 and a half to 12 and a half. We're still um, neck and neck. Yeah, we're still neck and neck. But there so is we, a huge gap. Yeah, it, it's, it is quite big. It's, it, I mean, we obviously don't know what it's going to be because we don't know what the City Everton score is going to be, but it's probably still going to be around 75, 80 points. So what are you planning to do for this game week to try and rectify that? Nothing. I'm not touching my team. I'm going to wait until the Champions League weekend and then I'm going to wildcard. Okay, so who are you going to captain then for this game week? Um, Sterling. No, Pogba. Against Chelsea? Oh, no, so you've changed your mind. You You think Pogba against Fulham is a better shout than Sterling against Chelsea? Correct. Good answer. Uh, I, I, I feel a lot of um, I feel a lot of people have been offloading Aubameyang too early, and obviously he didn't score Me. against City. Yeah, but he they've got Huddersfield next, and they've got quite a few good game weeks coming up. Uh, sorry, they've got quite a few fixtures coming up, including a double game week, uh, which is the one after the Champions League uh, weekend. So I'm going to be captaining him this week, and. Very sadly, and I and I regret saying this, I think I'm going to have to get rid of Fraser this weekend. He's been on my team since the very, very start. He's done me very well, but Bournemouth have got some really tricky fixtures. Um, and so I think I'm going to transfer him out either for Matinho or Hotter from Wolves or for someone from Arsenal. But I'm not sure yet. And even just saying the word Arsenal made me feel a bit more. But um, I was thinking about City, but they're then going to blank after the Champions League game week. So I don't <laughs> Are you them. still going on you're not including players from City on your team? No, I ha- no, I'm happy to have City players. No, I'm but you have, have it Arsenal. at the moment, right? Yeah, but I, it's not because I don't want to. It's just I couldn't afford them. And I wanted to have, I wanted to keep Salah and Aubameyang. Um, that's so why. Have and we I, got a time in the podcast to talk about Salah and how I predicted that he was going to blank the next few game weeks? Well, of course you can talk about that. So, well done, Sounds Sarah, right. for predicting that. <laughs> I've enjoyed it so much watching everyone captain Salah get four points. Well, I didn't captain him either game week, so oh, I, I obviously listened to your advice. Oh, that was it. <laughs> Um, you know how, uh, and you know who's had a. Team. Sorry, I was just going to say, you know who's had a mini comeback. Who is our mate? Is our mate Fabio? <laughs> no, I meant Sadio Mane. Sadio <laughs> Mane, because he scored both goals in the last two draws. Well, you know how my husband's not allowed to touch his team, and that was working out really well for him for a while. Oh my goodness! Did, now... he t- did he tell you? I, he, he messaged me. He was he yeah. was still in the cup. Did he tell you this? Yeah, and he told me, and he's putting pressure on me to change my team. Absolutely, I don't I know like, anyone no. that's got this far ever no. in my life. I said, you either 
touch your team and you don't touch team. If you want to pretend that you are so clever because you haven't touched your team and you're still beating me, you've got to stick with that. So he didn't touch his team and he went out of the cup this week. So I cannot believe it. He had, just for listeners to know, he was in the 11th round of the cup. I don't know anyone that has ever gone that far. He's, he went from <laughs> 4 million to the top 8,000. And I am angry with you, Sarah, because he, he could have continued being in the cup. If you'd just yeah, let him pre- no. replace an injured Kane, he could have taken Aguero and he no. could still be in the cup. No, he doesn't deserve to be in the cup. All right. Well, listen, uh, maybe we should tell everybody about our new leader in the league. Come out of nowhere, this guy, Ian Wilson. Our new leader, the Underglaziers, um, as you said, Ian Wilson has a total of 1,581 points which um, puts him with a little bit of a gap to um, him first. And he's had a good week, and he triple-captained old Aguero. Oh, no, he didn't. He triple-captained Sterling. Yeah, he wishes triple-captained Aguero. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, he did. So he's doing well. I mean, now you're going to see a lot of teams starting to use their... Well, sorry, you're going to see a lot of fantasy football managers starting to use their chips uh, as the double game weeks start rolling in. Um, I was reading some advice, actually, which is always give a chip uh, to players or when you have players or teams that are playing for something, i.e. they're playing for the top four spots or they're playing to get out of the relegation zone. So it's obviously really exciting at the moment because there's only five points uh, amongst the top three teams um and except for Huddersfield and maybe Fulham you know there are four or five players that are playing to stay out of the relegation zone so yeah it's going to be an interesting couple of months left so shall we go on to our Twitter questions so our first question from FL Nick is Aguero back to Obama Yang or keep him so I would definitely say go back to Obama Yang because uh, obviously City are playing Chelsea next whereas Arsenal are playing Huddersfield and then Arsenal have that double game week where they're playing Southampton and Bournemouth so yeah I would definitely go back to Aubameyang. Yeah, but Chelsea just lost 4-0 to um, who Bournemouth. Bournemouth. Yeah. They're not just, they did and then they just thrashed Huddersfield 5-0. Yeah but that's Huddersfield we've said lost 18 matches I know um, but City lost to Newcastle before they beat Arsenal I mean yeah well that I, was that was a fluke but I wouldn't say necessarily go back to Aubameyang because of City's fixtures City tend to overperform in the difficult fixtures so okay so just based on the fact that Arsenal have got three matches and City have got two matches was that a better rationale for you Sarah so that you feel what? better about City no we can uh, we can disagree in our advice, Anya, on the podcast. I would keep Aguero and not switch to Aubameyang. Let's see what happens. Uh, let's tot up the points in a couple of weeks. Okay, we'll do that. We'll remember to do that after the 27th of February. We'll do a Aubameyang versus Aguero. Okay, done. Next question from our mate, uh, Jeff. Uh, hiya, Anya. It's very specific, that question, Sarah. (laughs) Sarah, don't answer. (laughs) Which Spurs assets are worth considering for the next month? Well, 
I think Son is pretty obvious. And then I've got Kieran Trippier. But the other defender I would look at is Danny Rose. Um, and you've got Lorente, Jeff, and he hasn't been doing so badly. So there we go. You've got all the assets that I think I would recommend. Uh, Sarah, what is your opinion? You don't have any Spurs players, do asked. you? Yeah, yeah, and I wasn't asked. I know. So, Jeff, you may never know. Maybe <laughs> I would have said something really helpful, but I'm going to keep it to myself. <laughs> Next question. Um, from Obi-Wan Kamoji uh, at Limpers Left Foot, should premiership managers consult with FPL managers on their team selection? Lol. Do you reckon he's a Liverpool fan? Or a City fan. Or he might have had um, Sané at the weekend. <laughs> Oh, very funny. Right. Our friend Michelle, she's asked, she said, I didn't triple Captain Aguero this week. What do I do? Well, don't panic. Don't worry. As we've said a few times, it's a marathon, not a race. Um, What are the differential picks? I've looked at a couple of different players and teams. So first of all, Newcastle Salmon Rondon, he's 5.7 million. He was actually amazing against Spurs. He was unlucky he didn't score. Uh, They've got a couple of good matches, fixtures coming up. And of course, they are going to be playing hard to stay out of the relegation zone. Have you Uh, actually watched Newcastle play? Have you actually watched Rondon play? Yeah. Oh my God, he's the worst player in the Premier League. I don't think he's the worst player in the Premier he League can't, at all. He can't score goals. He can score goals. He was oh. unlucky against Spurs, but he can score goals. Oh, we have a running joke in our house about how atrocious he is. Okay. Well, he's one of my potential um, differentials. I mean, he scored against City. I said, I know, it was a miracle. Um, <laughs> it was a miracle. No, no. It was a miracle. It has got nothing to do with skill. He also helped assist in the match before that. He's doing all right. You're going to be telling me Andy Carroll's a good pick next. No, would never do that. No one from West Ham (laughs) at the moment. Uh, My other differentials are Arsenal defenders. So you mentioned him last time, actually, Michelle Kalasinac, or there's Monreal. Um, I would also look at some Man U defenders. And then, yeah, Wolves midfielders Leicester there's Pereira maybe even Vardy Vardy's still a bit under underrated I know you don't like him that much Sarah but um yeah obviously have a look at the double game week week 27 uh City Everton Brighton and Chelsea won't have a double game week but the other 16 teams will and then she says punt captain game week 26 well I'm I'm going with Aubameyang who is playing Huddersfield who are obviously the worst team in the Premier League at the moment um, so there anyway, we go. In, terms of, in terms of closing the gap between us, I fully support you bringing Rondon onto your team. I'm not going to bring Rondon onto my team. <laughs> Maybe I will in order to be able to afford a city midfielder. Then <laughs> I, I don't know who I'd get rid of because I'm I'm happy with Obama Yang. I'm happy with Rashford and happy with Jimenez. If there was one that was going to go, it'd be Jimenez. Um, our next question is from our friend Mo. Hi, Mo. Um, is there a point of double Liverpool defence anymore? I don't think so. You, Sarah? Have you still got Alisson in goal? Um, yeah, so I have... Um, so I have this issue. I have um, Alisson and Robertson, and I've been considering the same. as part of my wild card. Okay, so you won't be doubling up on them anymore? No, because Liverpool are in a state of collapse. <laughs> 
spoken like a true city supporter. I they do are. worry they're about to ball this up. Sp- I really am. Not spoken like a true city supporter. Spoken like any Liverpool fan that watched them play the other night. I mean, it was just laborious. I, I am worried they're going to throw this away. They are, absolutely. Oh, goodness. Well, it's in Spurs' hands then to screw it up for you as well. Um, <laughs> his other question, uh, this from Mo, is my bench doesn't exist. Should I wildcard to fix that? Yeah, you should, especially if you've got bench boost um, as one of your chips left, definitely. Um, well, listen to our next episode where uh, Sarah will be talking about her wildcard so she can give you some tips on what to do. Well, I'll be but, doing uh, lots of research ahead of that. <laughs> You've got a 24-hour flight that you can do that I on. know. I've got just so much time. all the information. So <laughs> uh, we've got another question. It's just coming on Twitter from Atman Jafar Ruma. He said, what should I do in game week 27? Use my wild card or free hit or take a minus four? Well, I think you need to join Mo and Sarah and use your wild card. Okay, so final question is from at mbison22. He asked, did you see the scout cast last night and the discussion of FP Elemental Health? What are your thoughts on this? So um, I didn't see it, but as soon as you put it on my Twitter feed, I went and had a look at the YouTube channel and and watched the 20 minutes um, where the three scouts talk about it. And it was really interesting. And I think particularly as there were three men talking about it. Um, and Sarah, I know you didn't have the opportunity to watch it, but they basically have talked about how FPL can affect their mental health in kind of two ways. So one of them was that it can take up a lot of time and it can be quite addictive. And then that means it can be very distracting from what's going on in their life so that, you know, at the weekends, they might not be as engaged with their family and friends as they should be. And the second part of it was that, you know, when people have a bad game week or they see dropping in terms of, you know, and they've got loads of red arrows that this can affect their mood so what are your thoughts on this I'd be really interested to listen to it and listen to the discussion it's not really something I've I've thought about I mean I've noticed on Twitter um it drives a lot of emotion um and I can imagine for some people that it does take up a lot of their time but it's not something I've really I've really thought before because um I just play FPL because I enjoy it and I um I don't spend huge amounts of time on it at all. Um, what about you? So actually, there was a really massive positive from this. And I think I mentioned this to you actually a couple of weeks ago, but I want to write an article on it. But the positive was that the Twitter community is a really, really great place for people that are suffering from mental health in general, you know, not necessarily linked to FPL. And so, you know, there's lots of people that can kind of confide in this community where, um, you know, we're all playing a game. And and some of it is to do with the fact that, oh, I feel really rubbish because I've seen people triple Captain Aguero. And some of it, people are actually a lot more open about issues that they're that are going on in their personal life and the reaction that they get from the community. It's really, really positive. I mean, I do get sometimes I can be in a mood and, and particularly in previous uh, seasons when I was doing better than I am at the moment but I, I can remember ha- like going to bed in a bit of a strop uh, a bit like if Spurs play Arsenal and then Arsenal beat Spurs I go to bed in a bit of a strop uh, in that in that way but I you know it won't affect me 
so much that I can't get on with my day. But I I can see if you're really, really vested in it that, you know, it, it can get to you. And it's, and it's bizarre because, you know, it's a game about a game and you don't really have much control over either of those things. Um, but it's, 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 I'm really, really glad that they brought it up and they've had a really massive response. So, you know, there's obviously something there. And, but yeah, the positive for me was the FPL Twitter community. I really love it. I mean, we don't know any of our listeners, but we really enjoy having a a relationship with them through Twitter and through the podcast. Yeah, and there's a few groups that you can tell people have, you know, created real friendships through playing FPL, um, which spans um, across different countries. And also it doesn't matter what team you support. Um, you can be united over FPL and the, the highs and lows of that. Yeah, as, yeah. As I said, I think it's it's actually been a really lovely community, and, and social media sometimes has you know such negative connotations. And I've actually found uh, particularly this community on Twitter really a really lovely place to be, really positive. It is positive, but it does also pop into my Twitter feed some quite negative stuff. But I can always get the good with the bad. Um, you know, people that are boasting and, um, you know, there were some posts at one point in the season was just, you know, before you boast, remember a good game week for you can be an awful game week for someone else. And um, and there's definitely people that, you know, write certain posts to just um, t- trigger others um, and trigger responses. Um, like, you know, there's always posts like, uh, Liverpool is the biggest under overrated team in the world. Discuss. Well, of course, you're just trying to light people's fires with that, aren't you? Um, okay, yeah, you mean in that sense, yeah. So it's a bit of a, a bit of a mixed bag, but I definitely think there's, you know, people some, form some good relationships that they would have outside of FPL. Yeah. Well, well done to the scouts for kind of tackling it head on, and as I said, you know, there's been a big reaction, so. You know, I think that's really a, a really wonderful place we've got to where we can, you know, three men can on YouTube totally discuss their mental health, even if it's about fancy football. Agreed. Right. So to finish on a more fun note. Do you want to answer my fun fact? Yes, please. What I love doing every week. <laughs> so I was trying to find out you know, fun facts about draws because, you know, this Spurs PL uh, record is is a really fun one. And I bet now that they've gone and beaten it, their next match, uh, they're going to end up drawing it. But okay, I've got some, I've got fun facts about draws. Right. Premier League started in the 92-93 season. So since then, which team has had the most draws? Hmm. Is it a current Premier League team? Yes. Ooh. Um. Top table, top half, bottom half. I think they're in the top half. <laughs> so just what about West Ham? No. Oh, thought I might have nailed that straight away. Um. Everton. Yeah. Wait, aren't Everton massively in the bottom half? No, they're ninth. Ninth. They're hanging on. Everton. Hanging on. How many draws in total since the Premier League started? Um, Oh, God, I should definitely do. How many, you know, there's 30, 
eight game weeks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Times 10, like maximum maybe 400. Let's say 250. Oh, close. Oh. 293. Oh, so close. Do you know what's weird? What? They're also the team that's had the most defeats. Oh. They've had 359 defeats since Premier League started. Well, they've never really, they've never won the league, have they? No. No. That's been won by a Manchester team, but not yours. Uh, well, we have also won the league. You know, I know. I know, <laughs> but I meant like in terms of most wins. Oh, most wins. Oh, yeah. Yeah. History. They do have history. That is true. So you are off to Sydney next weekend. Lovely. (laughs) Made I made it sound like you're off for the weekend. You're not for a month. So we need to work out how we keep up with the podcast. We might have to do a um a uh, first thing in the morning, last thing at night for you. Yeah, definitely. So, well, let's try and do an episode once you've wildcarded, which is before the double game week. Um, and then maybe we do one more whilst you're out there or we wait until you come back, whatever is easiest for you. Okay. Where are you going? Are you going to be just hanging out on the beach then? Uh, yeah, mainly. <laughs> oh, lovely. Well, keep us updated on Twitter. I'm sure everyone would love to see blue skies. I used to live in Sydney and I used to go to the Sydney Man City Supporters Club to watch City at like 2am in the morning. Um, oh, amazing. And so I might pop a, a visit back in there also because we've got the Carabao Cup final when I'm there. So I might see if I can watch that, see if they're still in the same place. So, yeah, definitely do. That'll be fun. So um, have fun. And we... Uh... And we'll hopefully record in the next couple of weeks whilst you're on the other side of the planet. Thank goodness for internet. (laughs) Okay, bye. Thanks, everyone. Bye. Bye.